Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer, continuing the discussion about cognitive impairment with my mother and her story, comparing the two and how different it is. I left off yesterday talking about mom's move into her independent living two-bedroom apartment. So we had to downsize everything from the condominium and move her into this apartment. Let me tell you a little bit about her behavior and keeping in mind that what's happening inside a person's brain with dementia is that, like the structure of the brain is starting to build up like plaques and tangles and stuff and there's damage to nerve cells that interrupt the communication. And it leads to behavioral, well, mostly like personality, mood, and behavioral changes. And everybody is different. Everybody is different. But as the disease goes on, these personality, mood, and behavioral changes intensify. But at this particular moment with mom's world, after she had been assessed with all the practitioners and stuff, they gave her meds that leveled her off, so to speak. That's why it's like, okay, this is a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster. So during 2018 and 2019, she was level off. Did she still have dementia? 100%. She was forgetful. Um, it wasn't super, super bad. She didn't have sundowners right then. She wasn't experiencing all this in 18 and 19. So the meds, the meds helped. The earlier the diagnosis, the better. So get it nipped in the butt right away. Even go and, you know, I'm 61. I got half a mind to go see if I have that APO, I think it's APOE4 um, gene or something like that. And Find out so you can get your affairs in order. Not not like you're going to die right away, but hey, I have one son and he'll be the one who it's like, oh, okay, I don't want him to take care of me. I want to be prepared and have some place set up ahead of time. So that actually, back to mom, that's what she was doing. So she's in this facility called Attic Angels and she was in the condominium. It's a huge um, compound. I'm going to call it a compound. She goes from the condominium. Then she goes to a two-bedroom apartment that's independent living. She has a doctor on call. She has people she can call to get assistance with. And she also has the, um, the pull um, string in her bathroom in case something happens. So she's living in this place, and she did pretty well adjusting. We moved everything that was in, you know, she chose, um, like it was sentimental that she wanted there, and she had like a little, um, her bedroom, she had a beautiful living room area, as my brother would say, it was like the Marriott, and, um, and then she had a kitchen, two bathrooms, um, full bathrooms, and then this other room that wasn't the bedroom had a futon, so somebody, if they wanted to sleep over, they could, 
but it also was like her den, her area where she could futz around and organize like her cards and all sorts of things. So adjusting that living arrangement to meet that person's needs. What what do keeps them moving forward? And mom futzes with cards and organizing papers and stuff. So that's what her den, that's what the purpose was. So 2019 wasn't really like too eventful with her memory loss. She did lose her car in 2018, and she was really, really good with that, ended up selling it. At one point, she was, you know, at the beginning of this, she was just saying, you know, uh, to Debbie, because Sister Debbie is, like, on point with all this, sell the car. So, Deb sold the car, took care of it that way, so that enlisted all three of us, Debbie, Keith, and I, we would go and take her to see her friends take her for a ride to her favorite parks, and take her grocery shopping, um, trying to think what other things. Her appointments, Debbie mostly was in charge of that, to all her doctor appointments. So a few things physically came up with her, which were a little bit challenging, is she ended up with skin cancer on her nose, on her face. Actually, the face was beforehand. But her nose, and then she ended up with a tooth extraction because she had a bad tooth, and then cataract surgery, all all within 2019. It was like one thing after another. Poor mama, because she got super frustrated because she would take herself, herself to all these appointments. But we needed to do that, and mostly, I'm going to say it, Debbie did a lot of this because she was the one that was available. So she was running thin on being the caregiver at that time. So again, I'm going to emphasize you got to work together as a family, work together as a family and figuring out who can help out. We were extremely fortunate because during mama's cataract surgery, which was like the fall Christmas of 2019, um, they were on call, you know, at the independent living, they would come down and give her her eye drops and stuff. And her room was on the first floor, which that is beneficial when we head into 2020. And I'll tell you why. So all these medical things come up. I feel like it was something to, it was um, escalating and it was kind of getting the dementia going a little bit faster because all those things, anytime there's stress, it, it plays on, it wreaks havoc on the brain as well as the body. And she was also, she was losing weight, but not as bad as like in 2020 where we had, we didn't weigh her, but the doctors had to weigh her and pay attention to that. I also think some of this, this is just my opinion, um, her her decline might have kicked in faster because the loss of a child. And I will share at some point my sister Leslie's journey with cancer and how she went about it because she did not choose to do chemo, but we all watched. And not watched, but we were all part of her life as her life was taken away through cancer. And that has to hurt a mama. So I think some of this stuff affected her as well. And that was, you know, shortly on the heels of dad passing. So poor mom is going through all of this. So I'm going to end it with 2019 was uneventful. Get the meds, get it nipped in the butt right away.
if you have any inkling of you or loved ones, um, find out ahead of time. If anything, it will help you to plan things out. In this drug that mom was on, the denazepil, um, I'm hoping I pronounce it, was helping her. And I know dad was on Aricept, Aricept and I don't know how much that helped him. Um, maybe a little bit, but the, the denazepil, you totally could tell from the beginning of mom's decline in 2018 and how she was just like, ooh, she was nasty. And then all of a sudden, boop, she leveled off in 2019. We had a great Christmas together. And then 2020 comes in. And I'm going to leave it at that, but I want to teach you a couple things and understanding about the journey with the Alzheimer's. Now, mom is our last parent to pass. So we already had our roles kind of in place. Keith was the executive. Debbie was the power of attorney for health. And then I'm the caregiver. And um, that's just our roles. It is extremely important that before they pass, you get things implemented, talk about it. It's very, very hard, but it is something you have to figure out, like the finances, the insurance, the legal matters. You must, you must, you must, before they too, get too far along, discuss all that. And we were very fortunate that we could all connect about that. And we have a family-owned cabin in the Northwoods of Wisconsin here in the United States. And... We discussed that. Mom became a little bit unreasonable with that, but that's okay because we could work that out. But she was also like thinking about, so who gets this? You know, the material things, the couch, the, you know, I don't know, her dresser, her jewelry. And she often referred to that. We talked about it. We talked about it. How are we going to go forth? Last thing I'm going to say is mom and dad actually um, planned their funerals well in advance of all this. I haven't. I'm 61. I'm pretty sure they did at 60 years old. They planned their funerals and then they revisited at 70. So take note. You got to do this hard stuff. So what happened with mom's funeral? So dad, mom took over when dad died. Debbie is the one that is helping mom with the funeral arrangements. They go and they get more detailed into the funeral arrangements during this 2019 time, looking ahead at what's going to happen. It sucks. I don't even know how else I can tell you, but um, how important it is. You have to kind of wade through the shit, so to speak, to get some clarity and figure out what you're going to do so it's a little bit smoother when they pass. Hopefully this episode helped you out and I'm helping you all through all of this. Please, please reach out. I'll leave my information if you have questions or comments, concerns, because it's a journey. It's a long, slow death. Both mom and dad were, it's a long, slow death. And it's with moms, it's like up and down in 2020. Um, into 21 was freaking hell, absolute hell. So I will take you through 
that journey because the pandemic put a twist on it that I just it didn't you'll you'll hear it in my voice when I talk about it. Anyways, please, please reach out if you have questions. I'll leave the information in the description of this episode. Take care of yourselves. You got one life, one time, and keep on learning. Truly, learning does extend your life. And there is all sorts of studies out there. That's why I think I want to keep doing education beyond the classroom because I want to keep my brain going. Okay, I could keep babbling about it. Learning is the essence of life. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.